Welcome to the Radio Lumi Artist Spotlight Series. These spotlights are meant to highlight Luminato artists and the work they've contributed. You'll hear them describe themselves and their art in their own voices. Coming up is Jespina Justice. Jespina Justice is a disabled Scarborough-based multidisciplinary artist, parent, and sex worker of color. Their work explores love, sex, identity, madness, the weird, and the eerie. Jespina is a published poet, author, and editor. Their recent work has also been featured in Hustling Verse, an anthology of sex workers' poetry from Arsenal Pulp Press in 2019. They are a contributing artist to the Luminato edition of Crip Collab, a digital zine from Sticky Mangoes. You can find the zine with accompanying image descriptions on the Luminato website. My name is Justina. Most of the time I'm known in terms of activism or art as just being a justice. My pronouns are they and them. I'm a darker brown skinned femme of Guyanese and Punjabi ancestry. I'm probably of medium height, I guess. I wear glasses and I have black hair. My poem is Swell. Told to shrink in magnificence. Down, down, down. Proud voice is silenced. Language is lost. Like sparrows, we flit in fear. In retort, I swell. Self-largesse. Eat from abundance. Climb onto my shoulders. Build nests in my hair. Declare freedom on the crown of my head. I really like visual poetry as well. I do draw and sketch, but so much of the work in the way that I write is, I don't want to say a translation, but I'm trying to strongly communicate to the person that is reading whatever I'm writing, my poetry, what I'm seeing in my mind, what I'm experiencing. It was probably the one poem I really sort of was like, yeah, I'm going to try to be very specifically intentional in the visual. For example, the word, I I believe it's flit, is slightly set offset to sort of be reminiscent of a bird. I think that I find because of my neurodiversity, just intense blocks of poetry where it's a lot of text, very, very challenging. And I mean, what I like about poetry is there's a lot of room to play with that. There's a lot that I can do and say and connect with my audience or, or express myself without feeling very self-conscious. You know, I've always been told that I communicate in ways that are very interesting, what people don't always understand, even in my poetry. Like I treat all my poems, I try to show them all respect and care, and it's because they're a part of me. I had been thinking a lot about the body. There's been a lot of amazing poetry for the longest time from BIPOC or folks who've experienced colonization, experienced white supremacy. You know, there's been a lot of text that talks about the body, you know, in a variety of ways. And in terms of mutual aid and support and revolution and the experience of being alive, the idea of freedom I always think of my uh, my grandma, my nanny. She really loves birds. I, I had this very strong image of just this 
very large brown skinned femme presenting person. And <laughs> it's, it's interesting as very much how I think of myself as a, you know, a smaller fat person, but just in, in terms of the images that go through my mind. And I think I just like a lot of hair and birds and body. And like, I, I think the poem I was writing is probably also the visual image I would like to draw or paint or create sort of this idea of like connection and liberation, you know, in this really kind of abundant, but also stripped down and sparse way of, of, of a body with so much power, but also a body that's been denied so much power. When I write poems, I always say it's very much connecting to my madness, my differences. It all comes out kind of at once. It's like, I feel like a pedal is being pressed in my brain and I'm just... I'm just trying to get the words out there and make the connections. My brain is going very, very, very fast. It can be really challenging and it can be really hard and discouraging sometimes. Just trying to create art when, when the way that you think or the way that you do or the pace that you go or, you know, your relation to time and space and yourself and other people doesn't conform to what is expected from capitalism or from talking about ableism. I don't want to just sort of be super cliche and say, well, just, you know, keep trying. But I mean, it's a powerful thing and it's been really helpful when I've been allowing myself to create where I don't try to deny myself of who I am. Don't like in terms of madness or in terms of disability or in terms of like how I can hear or can't or process sound or thoughts or I give myself permission in my poetry to express. For me, it's about, you know, that relationship to myself and to sort of that weird and eerie and kind of wonderful space that I create from. It can, it can be a home and it can be escape and it can be a, also a door or a portal. And I mean, and it doesn't have to be for anyone else. And I think that that's been a really powerful thing to, that I've given myself and I'm very thankful for because it can feel very, very lonely a lot of the time. You know, and even this poem, I see it as kind of beautiful, but also kind of like the, the sort of process of like how we build and consume ourselves and each other in both loving and sometimes cruel ways to move forward. There's sort of a freeing and peaceful part, but there's sort of an inherent death to it as well and the violence. And I mean, I think that in terms of conversations around disability or difference, a lot of the time we're forced to sanitize ourselves to be really palatable. But I mean, I think that we also deserve spaces for our, not just rage, but ourselves, you know, in terms of expressing and understanding our own violence. That isn't something that is beautiful or, or in a, you know, a typical way or is for anyone except for ourselves, you know. That was Just Being a Justice. To find this spotlight and others, check out Radio Lumi on the Luminato website. You can find it at luminatofestival.com slash event slash radio dash Lumi.